Georgia's DBHDD is warning all Georgians that half of all opioid deaths happen at home when people take an oxy or a perk with a glass of alcohol for stress or to sleep. Learn more about protecting families from opioid overdoses at opioidresponse.info. Welcome to the new Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Tuesday, December 20th. I'm Peter Biello. On today's episode, brutal cold is coming to Georgia this week. A Georgia Court of Appeals judge has passed away. And if you have a job but don't have health insurance, there are more than 100 clinics across the state you can go to. These stories and more are coming up on Georgia Today. A cold front is expected to move into Georgia late this week. Right now, the forecast for middle and north Georgia shows temperatures will fall below 20 degrees Thursday night. Sam Marlowe, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service, says they are still working to pinpoint where the possibility of snow will be, but the biggest thing to watch right now is the wind chill that could be worsened by 30 to 40 mile an hour wind gusts. He says to have a plan in place for the cold weather. Know who they need to be watching out for, so um, the elderly, make sure they're staying in contact, making sure you're watching after pets, um, pets that are uh, especially those that uh, hang, hang out outside, Um, making sure to have kind of things ready in your car in case something does happen so that you are prepared in colder weather. That can include a first aid kit, cell phone chargers, and extra water and food. He also says to dress warmly. We're going to have a little more insight into the weather and what it could mean for your travel plans later in this episode. There are almost 100 charitable care clinics in Georgia offering free primary health care and other services to working people without health insurance. GPB's Sophie Gratis reports on a charitable care clinic in Macon celebrating two decades with some new community investments. The Macon Volunteer Clinic only sees a very specific kind of patient, working uninsured adults earning no more than twice the federal poverty level, or about $27,000 a year for an individual who don't qualify for Medicaid. But at the Volunteer Clinic, they can access primary care and other specialty services, like dental exams, totally free of cost. Without charitable care, these patients don't have many options, says executive director of the clinic, Nancy White. They fall through the cracks. Mm -hmm. They've always fallen through the cracks of our healthcare system. A new $400,000 grant from nonprofit hospital Piedmont-Macon will fund x-rays and ultrasounds for patients of the clinic over the next two years. Another grant from faith-based contracting company Metro Power so far has paid for upgrades to the clinic's women's health services, like a new exam chair and privacy curtain. So this is so nice. You know, these are pretty standard. White says people going to emergency rooms for primary care or those who forego care altogether because of its cost are exactly the type of patient the clinic's looking to recruit. If they're uninsured, a single episode of a health care issue could just decimate them financially and they'll just never get ahead. The clinic celebrates 20 years in February. For GPB News, I'm Sophie Gratas in Macon. A Georgia Court of Appeals judge has died. The court said yesterday Judge Clyde Reese died unexpectedly on Saturday after a short hospital stay. Governor Nathan Deal appointed Reese to the 15-judge appeals court in 2016. He was elected to a full six-year term in 2019. Reese and two cousins were the first black students to integrate Pace Academy, an Atlanta private school, in 1969. The three became the first black students to graduate from the school in 1976. Clyde Reese was 64. 
An Albany coat drive has kicked off just in time for some of the coldest weather South Georgia has seen in many years. Division of Family and Children's Services worker Elena Browner says she and her partners so far have collected 100 coats to give away to those in need. You see the people, you know, at the bus stations, and you just pray that they have somewhere to go, you know, during the cold weather. So it's just one of those situations where it kind of influences you to want to give back. Browner says she got the idea to organize a coat drive long before this week's frigid forecast. They gave away their first coats and jackets on Saturday. The current forecast calls for temperatures on Friday to dip below 20 degrees in Albany for the first time in nearly eight years. Extremely cold temperatures are expected to spill across Georgia later this week. In some areas, highs may struggle to get out of the 20s and low 30s. So what does that mean for those looking to travel this holiday season? For Insight, we turn to Dave Hennon, CNN Weather Senior Executive Producer and Meteorologist. Dave, welcome to Georgia Today. Thanks, Peter. Good to be here. So, Dave, I saw that in some places in Georgia, the low is going to be uh, 13, 14, 15 uh, closer to Christmas Day. Is that accurate? Is it going to be that low? <laughs> it It is going to be. Um, it, it is going to be pretty close to records around Georgia. Not truly records because the benchmark year was kind of 1983 when there was this massive cold push that impacted a, a good part of the country. But it is going to be cold. It looks like um, the high Christmas day is going to be 33, 34. And that would put us in the top five of, of coldest Christmases in Atlanta uh, on record. And those records go back uh, well, uh, you know, to the early century. So um, it is it is cold, um, no doubt. And when you compare it to last year, when we hit 70 degrees, many remember how warm it was here around the holidays last year. It is going to be quite a change from that. Wow, indeed. If you have to go back to 1983 to remember a time like this, it seems like this is pretty rare. It is. Yeah, this um, it is historic and, and it's going to be even colder on Christmas Eve. So we have only had uh, three Christmas Eves when the temperature in Atlanta did not make it above freezing. And this is likely to be another one. So, again, some kind of rare air there uh, to be that cold so uh, early in the season. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what weather pattern or what weather science is behind what's making it so called so cold this time around? Sure. Yeah. So we have this extreme uh, dip in the jet stream. So that uh, jet stream that um, is kind of that river of air at about 40,000 feet. It's called the jet stream because they discovered it in World War II as the uh, airplanes were flying over Japan. They were hitting 200 mile per hour winds and, and nobody even knew that the jet stream at that point existed. Uh, but that jet stream is what drives the storms that, you know, move across the country and, you know, the storms that impact Atlanta. Um, and uh, in this case, we have a big dip in the jet stream from Canada that runs down um, to Georgia and uh, many areas in the south. So all of this cold air, which has been bottled up around the Arctic, is suddenly let loose and literally pours like pouring a bucket of ice uh, from Canada down into the U.S., and that is going to cause these extreme temperatures that are going to be very widespread. It's not just Atlanta. Um, we're looking at wind chill factors starting tomorrow up in Montana to be 50 to 60 degrees below zero. So this blast of cold air it kind of originates in the Arctic. There's snow cover this time of year uh, over much of Canada. So that air, uh, which is cold up near the Arctic, doesn't have a chance to warm because it's running over that cold 
cold snow cover and then dumping into the U.S. and it's going to make it all the way to the south. So every state uh, in the lower 48 will see a freezing temperature. Um, it looks like 80 percent of the population over the next seven days are going to see a temperature uh, below freezing. That's a big number for this early in the season. And what about ice and snow? Are we going to see in Georgia any ice and snow on the road? If so, where and and what will that mean for travel? I think we're in Georgia, we're going to be okay. So there is this first system that kind of comes through um, a little bit earlier in the week that might bring us, it looks like some rain will be that kind of cold 38 39, 40 degree rain. Uh, we may see a little bit of snow up in the North Georgia mountains, but the big event for, as far as storms go is later on this week, we have this massive storm that's going to kind of take shape in the Rockies. It's going to move into the plains, going to move into the Midwest. Um, and that is going to drop a lot of snow in a lot of places. Uh, big cities in the Midwest, like Chicago, will have some pretty serious uh, travel impacts um, from Thursday into Friday. So what will that mean for air travelers in Georgia? Maybe not so much a problem for people who are in Georgia, but perhaps the destination they're flying to is going to be treacherous. Yeah, it could very well. We could see some delays in Georgia later on this week just because of the wind. So not only are we going to see these cold temperatures, uh, we are expecting 20 to 30 mile per hour winds. So the wind chill factor here in Georgia is going to be uh, down in the teens, single digits perhaps uh, at times. Um, as far as air travel goes, like you said, not really snow in Atlanta, so we shouldn't be impacted by that. Could see some minor delays in Atlanta because of the winds. But if you have Midwestern plans, you're flying to Chicago or have a connection through Chicago, especially Thursday into Friday, maybe early Saturday, there could be some uh, cancellations. Um, and it's possible that uh, even O'Hare, you know, what is it, the second biggest airport in the world behind Atlanta, um, could actually uh, close down for a time if uh, the commuter models uh, are spitting out over a foot of snow, 50 mile per hour winds. That would cause whiteout conditions and uh, nothing would be able to travel in that. All right, Dave. So it seems like what I'm hearing from you is if you're traveling to the Midwest, definitely uh, prepare for some troubles, uh, build some extra time in if possible. But if you're staying in Georgia, maybe a little extra time on the roads, but definitely bundle up and don't panic. Exactly. Layer up, get some wood for the fireplace now um, before it's sold out, um, because it is going to be it is going to be cold. It's going to be cold for a while. I mean, we're cold already and temperatures are only going to get colder as this kind of secondary Arctic surge kind of makes its way uh, into Georgia. All right. Grab your earmuffs. Dave, thank you so much. Sure, Peter. Good talking. And who is going to win the 2022 college football playoff semifinal at the Peach Bowl this year, a matchup of Ohio State and the Georgia Bulldogs? Well, it's going to be the Bulldogs, if you ask Yang Yang the Panda. The 25-year-old male giant panda at Zoo Atlanta entered his dayroom habitat today to find two identical boxes painted with team logos and first tore into the box labeled Georgia. So Georgia's going to win. The zoo announced the results today and added that Yang Yang is an ambassador for Zoo Atlanta's most significant long-term investment in wildlife conservation. The Peach Bowl will be held on New Year's Eve in Atlanta. And that is it for today's edition of Georgia Today. For more news from GPB, check out our Georgia Today newsletter at gpb.org newsletters and visit our website gpb.org news anytime. Your feedback is appreciated, of course. Send it to us by email. The address is georgiatoday at gpb.org. 
I'm Peter Biello. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.